morning. This is Angela Schaefer's host of Your Story Matters radio show. Today I am interviewing Ann Best and she is a successful entrepreneur and has a company called Performance Sleepwear and Performance Scrubs. We are talking to Ann today about some of the challenges she has overcome to become a successful entrepreneur and to work out the things in her business that have made her create a phenomenal um, product and service for others. Hi, Ann. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Angela. It's our pleasure to be here. Thank you for having us. So tell us a little bit about your background before we talk about your product. I'd be happy to. Um, well, uh, we um, I started this company because of um, a diagnosis that I received nine years ago uh, when we were living in Connecticut. I found out that I had breast cancer. And I was 43 years old at the time, and I really um, obviously was extremely devastated with the diagnosis, as many women can relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it's touched uh, too many women uh, today. That's right. um, so we, um, we went diligently through the process of, um, you know, finding our medical team and getting prepared for all of the treatment that I underwent, which really spanned the course of an entire year. Mm-hmm. And during that process, um, I was... Um, as prepared as I could be for a lot of the side effects of the surgical treatments and the chemotherapy and a lot of the um, the emotional toll. But what I wasn't prepared for, what nobody really explained to me through this process, was that I really was going to be thrown into uh, an early menopause stage. Mm-hmm. And what happened was, um, you know, while I was going through the chemotherapy um, I started experiencing very severe night sweat cycles. Mm-hmm. And for anybody that's been through this, and of course I had not at that time, um, you you go through, you, you go to sleep and you wake up and your, your body feels like it's on fire. It's mm-hmm. like this inferno. Mm-hmm. And then you go into the next phase, which is um, the fact that you're drenching, soaking wet. And then you go into the third phase, which... Um, happens if you happen to fall asleep and not get up and change all of your bed clothes and your sleepwear, you end up waking up freezing cold. So Mm -hmm. this horrible cycle was preventing me from getting any type of good night's sleep. It was um, really even difficult to think about going to bed because everybody thinks, oh, yes, I'm ready for that great night's sleep. I I want to get rested, and especially going through um, a lot of these medical treatments, you really are exhausted uh, physically anyway, and I just I couldn't get a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. So um, I, uh, my husband also obviously was affected by this because I, I was complaining every single night, and um, it was very difficult for him to sleep. And mm-hmm. he had the experience of being a... Um, a world-class athlete. Um, he was on the Canadian bobsled team and on the Canadian ski team. And he had a very early version of um, some moisture-wicking long underwear. Mm-hmm. And I say an early version because obviously the athletic industry has come so far right. uh, in perfecting the technology of that, that type of fabric. But in those days, it, it didn't feel very good. It was kind of a, a rough um, feeling uh, fabric. It um, didn't have many of the, the nice properties that the, that the clothing has today, but it did wick moisture away from my skin. So I wore these long underwear 
one night, and it was a miracle. I I, I got a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know. <laughs> so that um, was kind of the beginning of the thought process of, um, you know, going down the line and investigating whether or not we could um, turn this idea of designing beautiful, elegant uh, sleepwear for women who were plagued with this horrible cycle of night sweats mm-hmm. and um, do it out of fabric that felt light and silky and soft and smooth and, you know, was exactly what women uh, might enjoy sleeping in and enjoy feeling beautiful in when they went to sleep and actually have those technical aspects of the fabric uh, work to produce a better night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Wow, so, that's great. That's an interesting way to come about finding and developing your product, but I'm sure yeah. it's been very helpful for many people. Let's go back a little bit to during sure. the time that you were going through your treatment. I know there's been many people that I've interviewed and I myself have gone through cancer and it gets discouraging sometimes. And Tell our listeners how you handled any discouragement or feelings of hopelessness because obviously you had to get through that in order to continue to have hopes and dreams and to even pursue your own company and this um, product that you developed. Wow, yeah, that's that's a really, really good point um, because you do have some very bleak moments um, during those initial uh, words that, that you hear, oh my gosh, I have cancer, you mm-hmm. know, at, at age 43 I was fit, I, I didn't have any symptoms that I, that I knew of. Um, so you're right. It, it just comes out of left field, and it was um, a huge, huge um, blow to me and to um, our family. We um, have four children, four boys, mm-hmm. and at the time um, I was diagnosed, the youngest was five, yeah. and the oldest was 12. Mm-hmm. Um, so initially, you know, our, my first thought, of course, was the children and making sure that uh, their life would, would continue uninterrupted. That mm-hmm. was that was kind of the number one focus. Um, and then secondly, I guess how um, a couple ways that I um, found uh, coping mechanisms for me that, that helped me get through the, the, all the treatment phases. First of all, I had an incredible medical team. Mm-hmm. And for anybody that might be facing this, um, and for a lot of women that I have since um, coached um, through this process, I always tell them, you know, feel confident in your medical team. Mm-hmm. And if, if you don't or you can't, get a second opinion. Go find somebody that, that you really feel you can work with, that you're, you're 100% confident in because you cannot get second guess your medical opinion. You, right. you, you, know, <laughs> you know, you have to launch into this with just that, that confident feeling that, you're getting the best treatment. You're getting the best care. Uh, you can relate to your physicians. And, and it is a team of doctors, at least for me. It was a surgeon, a plastic surgeon, and an oncologist that I saw on a regular basis for a very long period of time. So that relationship became really important. The, um, and they were in three different medical facilities. So their willingness to communicate as a team um, was very important. So number one coping mechanism was to um, get that medical team in place and feel really confident in them. Mm-hmm. Se- secondly, um, 
at the time I was going through this, we were living in a small town in Connecticut. We'd been living there for about six years. And I have to say the entire town, it felt like rallied in support of, of me and my family. And my good friends uh, almost dropped everything to make sure that um, my kids were looked after. If I had, was having a bad day, they got to their activities. If I couldn't make it to a band concert, it got videotaped for me. You know, all of those little things mm-hmm. that um, kept them going, kept me feeling that I wasn't robbing my kids of any of their experiences for that year. Mm-hmm. Um, so the community was a huge part of um, me getting through that. That's that great. I love it to was hear incredible. that. It was incredible. My college friends, you know, rallied and we spent a weekend playing, you know, really bad bridge and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, talking. And, um, yeah, it's incredible that, you know, I'd get these funny gifts in the mail, red fishnet stockings. I don't know, just crazy things mm-hmm. that, um, in you know, the cards that I kept, the inspirational um, you know, words of, of encouragement that mean so much to you when you're going mm-hmm. through this. So, you know, definitely community and friend support was just incredibly huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you know, and I'm not putting these in any descending order, but, you know, my husband um, was huge, huge support. And I, I really um, cannot underestimate the role of a spouse mm-hmm. in a situation like this because you, there's so many doubts, there's so many concerns, there's so many fears. And just having that partner stand beside you, um, you know, with this unwavering, uh, I don't know, support, mm-hmm. uh, shoulder to cry on, um, you know, just picking up the pieces when you can't, um, I was very good and comfortable with all of the medical um, terms. I mean, I dove into whatever I could find and read medically. I I was like a pop oncologist by the end of this process. Mm -hmm. You learn things you never thought you were going to learn. That's right. Not having been a doctor or gone to medical school. So... I was very good at that, and but I didn't want to have to deal with an insurance company or, you know, a lot of the, the administrative pieces that go along with just navigating this process. So my husband picked that piece up for me. Um, he was also much better at communicating the progress of all of my different, um, you know, stages of the, of the process. He... Um, could articulate um, better. He sent out emails to keep people informed, my, my remote family, um, because people lived all over the country. So he was much better at that piece. I was better at handling the technical aspects, and he was better at communicating how I was doing and, and keeping people up to date. So we sort of tag team right. and used both of our strengths to um, cope as best we could. And so I just encourage people to um, surround themselves by with um, certainly positive, happy people because humor is another great coping mm-hmm. mechanism. I yes, know that's it is. a little odd, but, you know, if, if you can't, you know, not that this isn't a grave, serious matter, but you, um, you need to laugh to get mm-hmm. through a lot of this. And um, if you can... Um, one of my doctors, a very wise woman, said during this process, at the very beginning of the process, she said, this is going to be just, you know, a year out of your life. It's a blip on the radar. And to me, a year sounded so long. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, my God. I'm thinking to myself, 
are you kidding me? A whole year, really? But, of course, now with perspective looking back, mm-hmm. she was absolutely right. <laughs> Even though it's a very daunting, um, horrible year, it's, um, it, does, it, it does just, it is a blip. <laughs> That's right. It can be just um, a, a speed bump if, if you let it. Um, Life goes on, and I think what you said is very valuable, that we need to gather up our support systems wherever and whoever they are, because I know sometimes people feel so discouraged when they get a diagnosis, and they just feel hopeless and helpless, like they can't do anything, and really bringing those supports around you is what lifts you up, I think, and helps you and encourages you to continue to go on and to be positive, and that in itself brings healing, I think, including that humor part, because it keeps our <laughs> yeah. spirit happy, you know. Exactly. Well, and it's, because it, it does paralyze you. There are days when you do feel mm-hmm. completely paralyzed. Which direction do I go? How am I going to handle this? I mean, you, you get those moments of, I, I guess, maybe panic moments. Right. Um, so it's it's not smooth sailing every day. But sometimes it's when you least expect it, um, something comes to you. For example, in my situation, I really was struggling with finding um, an oncologist that I I really trusted. And um, this uh, person called a friend's husband. I didn't know him very well, but he was um, in the medical profession. And he said to me, um, you know, and I, um, our daughter was born with cancer mm-hmm. and everyone told us she was not going to make it. And my wife and I refused to accept that without examining every single possible angle. And to make a long story short, they did find a physician in Washington state that understood and knew the most about this type of cancer. Mm-hmm. And this little girl had just celebrated her fifth year of mm. being cancer free. And he said, this is a time in your life when you don't want to look back and say, hmm, I really should have gone to the best expert. Or mm-hmm. he said, you don't want to look back and second guess, oh, maybe I should have been more aggressive with this treatment. Or maybe you, you don't want to say, I should have. Right. And it was just like this light bulb that went on it was the exact phone call I needed at that exact time, and mm-hmm. I, and he was offering to help me get into Sloan Kettering or Dana-Farber or some of the more renowned cancer institutions mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. geographic area. And it dawned on me, I, have a good, I had a good friend who was an oncologist at Dana-Farber, and I, I was sort of thinking, wow, what, I'm crazy I never phoned her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she ended up being very helpful and getting me in to see the right person. So it was just like this little push mm-hmm. <laughs> that I needed right at the right time. Right. Um, so it's interesting. It it's it all does come together, and it's but it it, it is it is a very challenging process. Yes. And uh, and the other piece I'll just throw in um, for me, and I know everybody handles um, a crisis differently, but um, I had just been elected to the board of education and for our public school system in the area. So I phoned the, the chairman of the board of education, and I said. Um, I, I hate to say this, but I have to resign from my newly elected post because I, I've just been diagnosed. And I'm, and again, another wake-up call. He said, "You're not resigning. Don't be crazy." Mm-hmm. He said, you, "You know, you might miss a few meetings. Um, you know, but you 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 can still do this job." And wow. I, I thought, "Well, of course I can. You know, this is crazy. Even though that meetings were televised, and I might not have hair at certain times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have a." But I, I, I was thinking, 
wow, he's right. I I can still do this. So mm-hmm. for me, it was really important to keep my life going, to keep um, to keep active and busy, and with the help of of friends and family and community, and certainly the medical team, I personally was able to do that, and yeah. that was my way of coping. I think that's great, and I think what you mentioned earlier is that creates more consistency for your children too. And I know with in my own situation them having their familiarity and their regular schedules and routines is so important when someone is going through an illness or a situation. And I'd love to hear what you're saying because it is all about that, bringing people together so that you can continue that momentum that you have going in your family. Definitely, definitely helpful. So when you, prior to starting your business, um, Performance Sleepwear and Performance Scrubs, were you an entrepreneur or did you have another career or how did that kind of lead up into being, I mean, we don't all just wake up one day and say, well, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and develop a product. (laughs) No, and that's a very funny story. That's a very good question, actually. Um, No, I I had uh, an 18 year career um, with uh, a large company with the AT&T family of companies um, from when I left college, you know, all the way through up until my fourth child was born. And um, and I'm laughing because my husband was always more the entrepreneur of the family. And I, working for a large company with many resources, would say things to him like, well, just have your legal department do it or just mm-hmm. have your, your, your HR department do it. And he would laugh and say, you don't understand, Ann. I am all those departments. Right. And, and, and I didn't have to be because we were very specialized in, in that career that I had, you know, prior to everything. Mm-hmm. And then when we moved to, to Connecticut um, and I had my fourth child, I, I did um, decide to stay home. And I entered what I call my volunteer phase of my career. And I kind of spent a lot of time working with the school system and started with PTA president, et cetera, and then gradually became a board of education member and was responsible for building a a new middle school. So that was a really fun um, phase for me because it was an exposure to the public sector, which I'd never had before. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until I went through these um, night sweat cycles and started talking to everybody I I could possibly speak to about this idea that I had for um, using moisture wicking fabric for sleepwear. And the more I talked about it and the more um, I understood about what women experience going through menopause, I realized that there was an incredibly huge market, like 51% of the population, because every woman at some time in their life um, would probably experience something like this. Mm -hmm. So that's how I we sort of gained momentum to um, look into the possibility of building this company. But it's certainly, I was certainly not an entrepreneur from the very, the very start, far from it. So mm-hmm. I really had to step outside my comfort zone. Right. Um, but I was so convinced mm-hmm. that, that there was a huge opportunity and it became a very personal mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it still is, quite frankly. It's the stories that I hear behind the products that we sell from all of the people that, that end up being our clients, that really is a huge reward mm-hmm. um, bet. for doing this. Yeah. And I think that's important, um, especially when we're talking about being an entrepreneur and being a successful one, is doing something that you're passionate about. And oftentimes that's 
related to something that you've experienced yourself. And so you've taken that, it seems, and really done something wonderful with that. And I've looked at the website and at the products. They look wonderful. I loved that they didn't look um, boxy or uncomfortable or or even unattractive, if you will. I thought they yeah. all looked um, very nice and comfortable and cozy. And even in situations, what I thought about was when you do have different surgeries, it's not just so much about the sweating, but it's about having clothing on the areas where you might have, you know, um, stitches or other types of adhesive materials, bandages and all that. It would be nice to be able to sleep in or lay around in if you have to recuperate something like that that allows your body to feel comfortable and not retain sweat and all those things. Is that kind of what you found? Oh, yeah. You picked up on exactly what we were aiming for um, was not only to have, um, to, to use the fabric that was going to, um, what we call that miracle fabric, but to design the product without the seams or zippers or, um, mm -hmm. you know, anything harsh, anything constricting, that um, would prevent you from, um, you know, would, would cause any unnecessary discomfort to a surgical site or, you know, anybody that might be experiencing any issues with lymphedema or anything like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, comfort was huge. And then, as you mentioned, styling. We didn't want people that just because you were going through some type of surgery to feel that you had to be unattractive. So making it elegant and beautiful and um, a little whimsical while being comfortable and acting against these night sweats were all part of what went into the design mm -hmm. of these different styles. Um, and we also have a very youthful line, too, because we found that so many younger people, even if, younger as, in terms of teens, but also young mothers who might be nursing um, babies, we find that they understand the, the world of this fabric because, of course, the athletic industry has progressed tremendously with this fabric, and mm -hmm. a lot of people work out in it, exercise in it. So um, it's just more comfortable to sleep in. I, I mean, it really will eventually revolutionize the entire sleepwear industry because it's just more comfortable than cotton. Right. So... Um, Anyway, it's been it's been a real um, education and a, and a tremendous pleasure to work um, with with all these women and, and try to design exactly what people want and, and that's sort of how the product line has evolved with all kinds of input. Mm -hmm. I'd love a sleeveless version. I'd like a short version. I'd like the you know. So it, it's it's been a real um, project of love mm -hmm. <laughs> certainly and um, and a real education. And I think that's another great point, is as entrepreneurs, we always need to continue to ask our consumers, our customers, or our clients what it is they need and want and give them the opportunity to try our service or product and get that feedback from them. And I think that helps create even more success, if you will, in doing what you're doing, especially um, because you can hear from people that are actually wearing your product and needing it for certain purposes and then go from there as far as their suggestions. Well, right, exactly right. And that's that's why we, we did start very small. We, um, we didn't have any outside investors, and so we were able to um, provide a lot of personal service mm -hmm. um, because we feel in, at the end of the day you're, you're 
you know, if if, you, if a customer doesn't have a good experience dealing with us, then we've failed them and we have not done our job. And right. so because we started very small and I, I had personal contact with every single customer and heard their story and heard their wishes and if people wanted it wrapped a certain way for a birthday gift or they wanted something slightly different, we were small enough to respond to those requests. Mm-hmm. And so, and and that's the kind of company we want to be and it is still very important to us to give that type of uh, experience to somebody. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I hope we can say categorically we haven't failed anybody yet and that mm-hmm. they've had a very good experience dealing with us. So, um, you know, that, that's almost more important than the product, frankly, because it's, it's a very emotional situation sometimes when people um, email us or call us and, um, it's it's important that they have a good experience. Right, you're right. It, it makes all the difference. Sometimes these little comforts, if you will, can turn out to be great comforts. And, of course, when you're talking about sleep, we all need our sleep, especially when we're not well. That is what really rejuvenates our health and ourselves. So I think that's awesome. And I did want to mention um, to the listeners so they know you do have products for men. It's not just women. Is that correct? We do have products for men, and that was again, something that evolved from what the comments we got. We had a lot of women calling saying, my husband is suffering tremendously. And um, so we absolutely have sleepwear for men. We have scrubs for men. Um, And and again, it wasn't our original thought, but um, and then, then of course, we have four sons, and they started stealing all of the boxers Mm -hmm. that go along with the long and the short boxes, and we thought, wait a second, if they're finding it more comfortable and they won't take them off, I think we're on to something here. So, right. yeah, we absolutely have um, products for men. And and as you mentioned, you said something really important that, you know, if, if somebody's going through um, a difficult situation uh, and they receive a pair of our pajamas as a gift mm-hmm. or they, they, they buy a pair for themselves – it's so important that it is exactly right for them. And we have so many comments saying, um, you know, I bought this for a friend, a pair of pajamas, and she wouldn't take them off. I had to almost rip them off or just to launder, launder them mm-hmm. once. You know, just so it's, it's, it is very rewarding to hear that it brought somebody comfort during that difficult time. Right. Um, That's a great idea. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, do you also offer gift certificates on your site? We do. Okay, yes. great. Mm-hmm. Because I think yeah, again, sometimes we feel very helpless when we see our family or, yeah. or our friends suffering, and there are little things that we can do to bring comfort or peace or, or just you know that sense of I care about you. And I think what you're saying to offer a gift certificate or even the product itself, if you know what they would like, would be a great thing to do for someone. It's a great thing, and you know, even if you. Um, I just had a situation where a woman wanted to give a, a pair of pajamas to her 91-year-old father, and they didn't live in the same city, so she chose um, a size and a, a color for him, and he wanted a different size and wanted a different color. You know, the next day we had it shipped out. I mean, so, you know, we got it there in time for his birthday, which was mm-hmm. important to her that he had something to open from her. And then, you know, the exchange process is very simple. So, um Although we, we do, I, I want everyone to know, we, we 
manufacture our own sleepwear and scrubs, so we have complete control over the quality. And we also can, for example, a woman called in and said, I'm super, super tall. I don't see that you offer an extra long nightgown. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, well, for you, of course we can. What what, size, what length do you want? And mm-hmm. we just custom made her one on the spot. So Great. that's the type of flexibility we have. Mm-hmm. So we manufacture in Alabama. We're 100% U.S. made. Um, custom manufactured, so we can handle those little special requests. The returns are extremely simple. Everybody is guaranteed 100% satisfaction. Mm-hmm. So um, it does make a really nice gift. I had a woman call in, and she and her two sisters and mom were going on a spa weekend, and she wanted to give everybody a pair of pajamas, and we offer a lot of different color combinations, and she said, well, I don't want them to, I don't want to have to guess what they would like. I said, well, listen, have them all order their own. We'll only charge you one shipping fee for all these four pairs of pajamas, mm-hmm. but that way they'll get exactly what they want. She said, oh my gosh, that's fabulous. So That's great. I love it. Yeah. So it's, and it's what been is a your, lot of fun. Um, website for people to find out more about your product and place their order? It's performancesleepwear.com. Okay. And that's the site for our sleepwear. And then, as I said, we, we've launched our scrub business, um, and that's performancescrubs.com. Great. So um, both websites are a lot of fun to, to go in. And we have a – so if you're designing your own color combinations of pajamas, um, you can see them on the model before you buy them. And it, it's fun. People mix and match, and I'm always – incredibly surprised at how creative people are. So yeah, it's, it's I, and I went to the website myself, too, and I definitely loved it and all the options that were available. And thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing your story, and I just um, am very thankful that you've created this amazing product, and I wish you the best of luck with it and everything that you do, and great health, of course. Oh, well, thank you, Angela. It's been a real pleasure joining you today.